Welcome to the True Grit Strength Podcast. I'm Ryan Steck. And I'm Rachel Geiger. We created the True Grit Strength Podcast so that we can share our stories around how strength training changed us for the better and helped us to discover our athletic potential, develop grit, and pursue growth in all aspects of our lives. It's through our stories that we hope to share with you that regardless of where you are or where you've started from, you can build strength and athleticism in all ages and stages of life despite loss, injuries, or setbacks. So how do you make a comeback to the gym when the odds are stacked against you? Tune in to find out. Hey y'all, welcome back to episode 41 of the True Grit Strength Podcast. Uh, For today's episode, we're actually going to re-release our Thanksgiving episode from last year. Yeah. uh, Because we um, talked about some really um, helpful strategies for, um, how to handle a day that's heavily centered around, uh, food. Um, and so we feel like nothing much has changed around that. Uh, those same strategies can still be really helpful. Um, so if you are somebody who, um, struggles with, you know, food-based holidays, or that tends to stress you out, um, because you're getting, feel like you're getting pulled further from your goals, um, then it's a helpful episode to listen to, I think. Um, yeah, Thanksgiving is coming up, y'all. It is less than a week away, um, just a few days, really. Um, so we thought it would be helpful to just go back to the episode we did last year all around strategies and helpful tips on how to um, not just make it through the day, but uh, actually do really well and, and stick in line with your nutritional goals if you have them and you know um some some tips to get you through that yeah i think the the different strategies kind of suit different personality types i think yeah totally um and so it's not your standard you know watch what you eat type of yeah totally. uh, that's not really our approach to to these things like yeah. we recognize that obviously uh food is a big part of celebrating and being grateful, especially on Thanksgiving. And it's all about spending time with family and friends. And so, um, you know, we give some um, unique strategies on how you can still enjoy the day and still enjoy yourself, um, but still uh, stay on track if you are, um, you know, trying to aim for certain health and fitness goals. Right. I actually think one of the tips that we give is like, do whatever you just want. do whatever you yeah. want yeah so um <laughs> definitely this is not like your you know standard diet or you know diet culture uh tips and tricks um that's not what we're about on this podcast we're definitely about balance um you know speaking of my birthday was yesterday and there was no part of that day that ryan and i stayed in line with our uh health and uh fitness goals so it happens like that sometimes, you know, you got to give yourself some uh, grace um, and, you know, have balance and not just let it be uh, overwhelming. Yeah, exactly. And today we're right back on it. So yeah, exactly. Minus the couple of bites of birthday cake we just ate. <laughs> but, um, other than that, yeah. right. Um, so uh, yeah, definitely tune in, give this episode a listen. It's really helpful. Um, and I hope that it gets you excited and prepared for the day. Yeah. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. We hope you have a great holiday. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Be safe. Enjoy Um, some time off. Get some workouts in. Yes. Eat some good food. All the things. All the things. (laughs) All right, y'all. Enjoy the episode. (laughs) 
Hey y'all, welcome back. Hey. <laughs> uh, this is our uh, special Thanksgiving episode that we wanted to do, and um, the website that we use for to record the podcast usually has been down like literally all day. All day. I thought we were like getting a jump because we wrote this episode this morning, and I thought we were going to be super productive and launch it early, just in time for you guys to listen to it before Thanksgiving tomorrow. And uh, Amazon Web Services had a different plan for us. Yeah, but that's how life goes sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so... right. We plan and plan, and then and then there's a roadblock. So right. Um, our plan is just to keep it like under thirty minutes, so you can listen to it quick um, before you dive into whatever you're doing uh, on Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We wanted to do this episode, or now we usually post on Fridays, but we wanted to do it a little bit earlier just so you guys would have some good uh, tips for how to handle um, Thanksgiving, which I know looks a little bit different this year for a lot of people than it might normally. So, totally. Uh, you know, worrying about calories and nutrition and diet and things like that around Thanksgiving might not even be an issue this year. Um, <laughs> but just in case it True. is, uh, you know, we wanted to give, uh, you know, some of our some of our favorite kind of go-to tips on how to handle um, navigating a diet on Thanksgiving, which I know can be kind of stressful. Speaking of, what is what are you most excited for that we're eating tomorrow? Honestly, the ham. I'm not yeah. a turkey person. I know that that's weird, but I eat so much chicken on a regular basis, and right. it's just kind of the same thing to me, and like I don't really want to eat more of that, so I'm smoking the ham, and I'm really excited about that. Yeah. It'll be good. Um, For those of you that don't know, I'm actually a vegetarian, so I won't be enjoying the ham. But um, I'm attempting a vegan meatloaf, so we'll see how that goes. I don't. I didn't really like meatloaf when I ate meat, Um, (laughs) so I don't know if I'll really like it. But um, I think it's going to be pretty good. So I'm excited to eat something other than sides for Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Awesome. All right. So in the last five episodes, we focused a lot on strength training and how that shows up in our lives and the benefits of focusing on fitness. Um, But obviously with Thanksgiving and the holiday season coming up, we wanted to take some time to focus more closely on the nutrition side of things. Um, Obviously, nutrition is such a a broad topic um, and is really unique to everyone. But through the years, we found Um, We have some go-to moves when it comes to staying aligned with our fitness goals and also balancing enjoying food during the holidays. So we've compiled a list of our tips um, for how to navigate nutrition around this time of year. Yeah, for sure. And also, you know, another common theme throughout the podcast that we've touched on is sort of this idea of choices and how when you realize that you're in control of the choices that you make on a daily basis, you get to decide how to navigate things like social gatherings and also choose the best path Uh, for your specific goals. So we'll be diving in more specifically on what that looks like in this episode. Um, But before we get into it, I kind of just want to go ahead and get out of the way, like kind of what my stance on navigating diet and um, things like that around the holidays. Um, There's a lot of like polarizing opinions out there. Uh, You know, some people, some coaches, people, I mean, coaches like are on, you know, purely on the stance of, ah, it's just one day, don't sweat it. And other coaches are, you know, you know, wanting you to, to try and track or like keep, keep things in check or like go low carb, whatever it is, you know, and, and, you know, kind of look at it like a normal meal. 
And I'm not in either, really in either one of those camps for a number of reasons. But first, I just want to come out and say, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not restrictive. I'm not a coach who ever, I'm, I'm not a coach who is ever going to say, don't eat this and you can't have any of that. Like that's not my style at all because I know that that's not sustainable and it doesn't work for most people, including myself. And also I definitely want to recognize that like food is obviously like a huge part of our culture and part of us coming together socially. And it is okay to be able to relax and enjoy it. Um, and, you know, I firmly believe that it's not, this is a tricky season for a lot of people um, because it's high stress. Um, typically, you know, outside COVID times, like typically it involves a lot of social gatherings Travel. and things like that and traveling yeah. and kind of things that are like taking you out of your normal routine. And I think that can make dieting hard, um, but it's also very ingrained in our in our social life, which tends to be more amplified this time of year. So I firmly believe that it's not really those handful of holidays that should be the focus of your dieting attention. It's really, you know, I'm always thinking about what's going to have the biggest impact um, and what makes the most sense in terms of prioritizing. And to me, it's all the other days of the year that are going to have the biggest impact. Um, and if you want to break that down more micro, it's not Thanksgiving that's going to mess you up. It's the days between Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's not Christmas meal that's going to mess you up. Right. It's the break between think, you know Christmas and New Year's and go, so on and so forth. Um, so we're going to get into that a little bit more. But I just wanted to kind of clarify that like I'm not a restrictive coach when it stuff, comes to stuff like that. And that being said, um, you're better focused on the other days of the year where you're not facing all of these temptations. Right. And the more that you po- focus your attention on those regular, normal days, kind of like today was, um, you know, the, you'll be able to relax a little bit more during those social gatherings and those holidays without having to really sweat it. Uh, that being said, it also really depends on your specific goals and that can look like a lot of different things and what you also know about your own personal strengths and weaknesses because we're all different. We all have different emotional attachments and things like that to food. So I'm hoping that we can dive into that and clarify that a little bit more. Yeah. So we're going to give you three tips, um, to head into your holidays and then we're going to finish the, um, this episode with some quick tips just like real quick things um, to keep in mind. Um, So our first tip is balance. Um, This is super important to Ryan and I, and part of balancing health and fitness in your life is learning how to navigate things like Thanksgiving. Um, When we think about all these topics, the goal is a lifestyle change. So there's always going to be a reason to celebrate And regardless of how strict you are with your goals, things will always come up, right? Holidays, birthdays, events, etc. Right. And so part of the process, again, it's not just Thanksgiving. So I don't really like when people, you know, blame it on the holiday or they blame it on holidays or things like that. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, really, like you need to think about it, like the process is learning how to navigate these moments whenever they come up. So the way that you decide to do that is ultimately dependent on the timeline that you have set for your goals. But for example... Um, you know, so my birthday actually falls on the day after Thanksgiving this year. It's my birthday is always around Thanksgiving. Last year, I think it was the day before. So, you know, for me and my specific goals, again, this does not apply to everyone. This is my personal choice of how I choose to handle it. 
I am usually, um, you know, trying to accommodate some kind of like, you know, physique goal. So diet is a huge part of that. And I don't have the flexibility in my diet to be able to, you know, go crazy on Thanksgiving and then also go crazy on my birthday. So like, for example, tomorrow's Thanksgiving and then Friday is my birthday. And so I have to make the choice. Do I want to eat whatever I want and, you know, throw out my diet plan and just relax on Thanksgiving or would I rather... Uh, do that on my birthday and my personal choice is I prioritize my birthday because there's a lot of restaurants and there are a lot of food things that I want to try around Austin that I haven't been able to because it doesn't fit my my diet goals right now and I feel like I'm missing out a little bit and I personally like I like Thanksgiving I like Thanksgiving foods but if I had to choose between you know a juicy cheeseburger and a cinnamon (laughs) roll or a donut or something like that or Thanksgiving food I'm probably going to choose the cheeseburger in the in the cinnamon roll. Yeah, for good reason. You know reason. what I mean? But that's my personal choice. But again, the whole idea is the fact that like I'm making a choice and I could have just said, ah, screw it, it's the time of year, like I'm going to do whatever I want and you know, this is out of my control, but we know that it's not, right? And so I'm choosing to prioritize that one over the other. And that's just a good example of this balance, you know, like we're always going to have like happy hours that pop up and social events and friends' mm-hmm. birthdays. And if we, every single time we have something like that show up on our calendar, we throw our hands in the air and say, ah, eh, you know, I, oh, I wow. oh, well, you know, this is just this time of year. I guess I'll get bit tr- get back on track in a couple of weeks when this is all over. You know, it's going to take you a lot longer to reach your goals. And so you really, it just comes down to prioritizing it. Is Thanksgiving really that important to you? Is being able to relax and enjoy time with family and not sweat the food and food aspect? If that's worth it to you, then then by all means, like go for it and have a good time. Um, But if you're stressed out because, you know, you're turning around on Friday and you got something or, you know, you got something else on Saturday or Sunday or whatever other day that's gonna, you know, where you're, you know, that you might be tempted to go outside of your goals, then make that a, make that a choice. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Yes. Yes. Balance is key. For sure. Okay. So our second tip is know yourself. Um, we all need different things. I say this all the time to my students. Um, what works for one person might not necessarily work for another and that's okay. Um, It's good to take some time to reflect on what your normal patterns are so you can set yourself up for success and not spend the day or the following day in in a shame spiral, which I am, I definitely used to do a lot of. Yeah, no, me too. I mean, I think so like some examples um, of what we're actually, what we're really trying to say here is that. You know, I know some people who, um, you know, might be satisfied. For example, let's just talk about desserts for a second. Um, mm-hmm. Some people might be satisfied with just like a small little amount of something indulgent. Like I, I tend to be that way. You know, yeah. like I don't need like a huge amount of a dessert or something to feel satisfied. Like if I have like a little bite of it, I'm like, yeah, okay, that was good. And I can move on. <laughs> um, whereas, but others might have a really hard time with that. Like mm-hmm. they might have like a little bit and then a little bit turns into a lot and then they're just kind of insatiable and it might be more challenging. And so in that scenario, it might actually be more challenging to try to limit yourself. Um, you know, if so, you know, cause you know that you're going to want to go back for more. Um, another example is some people are, you know, like my whole thing is that like, okay, Thanksgiving is just one day and it's really important because then on Friday, it's more important to get back on track on Friday. Right. But I also know that that's just a thing that works for me, but I know that for somebody else, 
Thanksgiving could possibly, if they go and eat whatever they want, Thanksgiving could just open up the floodgates to like a five day food binge. Right. And there's, again, like there's nothing wrong with that. It's just knowing, it's knowing your tendencies. Right. Um, you know, and so I think, you know, some people are able to get right back on track after a cheat meal. Um, if you know that you're one of those people where it's not just Thanksgiving, it's having all the leftovers in the house, the two, three days afterwards. So now one day has turned into four. If you know that about yourself, set yourself up for success. And we're going to get into that in a minute when we go on to the next tip. But I'm just using that as an example of like, kind of know what your strengths and weakness are and try to play to those. Right. If you know that you tend to just snack and little bits of you kind of just leave you frustrated and, and dissatisfied, just make a full plate and commit to that full plate and, and then move done, on and be right? done with it. Um, so those are just some like few examples of what we mean is that we all kind of need different things. We all have different attachments to food. What I say for what works for me not might not work for you or somebody else and so it's good to kind of reflect on what your normal patterns are so that you can kind of just like you know make a plan and set yourself up for success on that actual day yeah I'm definitely in the camp of like I can't just have one bite I have I just want to keep going back for more and more and more and I think in that moment I always try to think about like what would my future self benefit from like How am I going to feel tomorrow if I, like, sit here and, like, overeat all night and overserve myself? Like, how how is that going to affect my life tomorrow? Is it going to make it harder for me to, like, show up in the gym um, and just, like, setting myself up for success in that way? Yeah, and I know you said something about the shame spiral, and I think it's really important to touch on that, too, because it's, like, if if you know that you're the type of person who if they just went all out on Thanksgiving and kind of didn't sweat the food that maybe immediately after, or maybe even the next day, you're going to sit there and feel guilty about it. Then it's probably worth like taking some time to kind of analyze like, okay, is this really worth it? Right. You know what I mean? Like maybe somebody like that, the shame spiral post afterwards or the guilt that they feel after they eat certain things is just not even worth eating that thing in the first place. So like, that's where I'm saying like the whole, oh, just relax, it's one day, might not be great for some people. people, Because if you're that type of person that tends to carry a lot of guilt around going off your diet plan, it might just be better to try to like limit limit yourself um, to what you do. And at the end of the podcast, we are going to give some tips for that specifically. Um, But that's kind of what we mean. It's just like, think about your own natural tendencies and what's going to make you feel good. Is it going to make you feel good to let loose and you're not going to feel guilty about it? Then great. Um, but if you are going to feel guilty about it, um, you do really feel like it's going to mess you up, um, then just, just take that into consideration. Um, nobody is forcing you to, um, you know, participate in, in some kind of, you know, meal thing that you don't <laughs> want to. Um, yeah. And so I think it's also just, again, where you're at with your nutrition and your own goals and then kind of make a plan that aligns exactly what you need. And that takes us to tip number three. Okay, so tip number three is make a plan and move on. So in this tip, you're making a plan that your future self can benefit from. Right, and so that kind of is tied to the last one that I just that I just spoke about, which is like if you're reflecting and you kind of know your your certain tendencies, your certain strengths and weaknesses, make a plan around that and then just move on with it. And a good example that I have is like in, in previous years, like around Thanksgiving or any holiday or any event, I would spend, I would go into the event or the holiday without a plan of mm-hmm. how I was going to navigate the the food situation. And 
I realized that the whole time that I was there, I was just, I was stressed thinking out. Thinking about the I was plan. thinking about it, <laughs> yeah. and I was, like, kind of judging myself, and then I was, like, you know, trying to, like, it just kind of this, like, guilt that just sort of hovered over me this whole time. Yes. And that's no fun. It's not fun in the moment. Even if you are letting loose, it's then it's really hard to actually enjoy the food that you're eating because you're just thinking about what it means. And that can be also like emotionally, that can be like really tricky. Um, So what I mean by make a plan and move on is that, uh, well, this is why we wanted to record this today, but make a plan before you go into it so that you know and you've already agreed on kind of with yourself of what choices you're going to make so that you can go through the day without this like stress hovering over you. So an example is make a plan. So like I'm tomorrow, I've already made my plan. I'm going to try to kind of not limit myself of what I eat, but I am going to try to control it a little bit so I don't go crazy because I know that I want to go nuts on my birthday. Right. Like that is my plan and I've already agreed to it to myself so that tomorrow I don't have this like stress you know, hanging over me of like, oh, should I have this? Should I not have it? Do I go for seconds? Do I not go for seconds? It's like, I've already agreed with myself what my plan is and I'm just going to stick to it and I'm going to move on. Um, If you're making a plan that you're just going to enjoy yourself, enjoy yourself and don't feel guilty about it. Right. Make the plan and move on. Um, You know, like actually enjoy it. Like it's not stressful. I mean, it's not fun if you can't even enjoy your food because you're stressing out about it so much. So Either right. way, whichever way you decide is best and makes the most sense for you, make a plan and decision to do that um, and then move on. And I know you used an example earlier about make sh- making sure that um, when we were talking about this earlier, Rachel said something around um, making sure that your plan actually makes sense for you. Right. Yeah. And it's actually going to set you up for success. Yeah. Like I know that my thing is like sweets. I love sweets. I love all of them. And, you know, that's really tricky for me. And I think when you're in a holiday scenario, right, that's like a go-to thing that people will bring. Um, so for me to be like, oh, well, I'm, I'm not going to eat any sweets the whole day. I'm sugar free. Like that's probably super unrealistic and a goal that like, I probably wouldn't be able to meet. And then that, like, that would just leave me feeling like, ugh, guilty. Like I messed up or something. Right. So that's not setting me up for success. Like a more realistic goal would be like, I'm maybe going to try, you know, the, just try the desserts. I'm not going to take a full serving or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So again, like make a plan that like makes sense for what you know you can actually do. Like don't make it something stressful. Like I said, like I'm not going to, you know, even though I'm trying to like kind of limit what I eat tomorrow, I'm still going to have dessert because I know that when dessert comes out and everybody else is eating it, like I'm going to feel like crap if I don't actually get to enjoy that with everybody else. So that's like an example of what I wouldn't do. Uh, but for me, um, I'm like a, I'm like a cereal snacker. Like I will like walk around and have little bites of things here and there instead of just like sitting down and enjoying whatever it is that I want. And I'll like you would any other day, right? Like I would any other day. I'm like walking around taking little bites (laughs) of things. So like for me, like that's my plan. I'm going to try to, to kind of limit the snack foods. And luckily I don't even think we're making anything like that. So I've already, (laughs) I've already like come up with my plan, but regardless, decide what you're going to do. And then just just stick to it. But make sure whatever plan you make is something that actually makes sense for you um, and sets you up for success. Right. Okay, so our last part is just quick tips. So we're just going to give you some um, quick tips that you can take with you on your days to help you kind of stay aligned with your fitness goals and your health goals um, so that you can be set up for success. 
Yeah, and so, you know, I do realize, so, like, kind of everything that we've touched on so far is sort of kind of aimed towards people who, you know, don't want to stress out about food on Thanksgiving. We're trying to give you some, like, go-to kind of things to help you navigate that a little bit guilt-free, right? Help you enjoy yourself uh, within moderation and kind of get you, get you to kind of consider um, your sort of emotional stance where it comes. And so you can go in there feeling... Uh, feeling good about the day and actually enjoy yourself but these tips I kind of wanted for those of you who are on a diet plan or are trying to kind of watch you know or have specific uh, nutrition and fitness goals and you are worried that Thanksgiving is going to throw you off yeah I mean that is something that is a point of stress and you do want to try to navigate the day um, with moderation these are kind of some go-to tips um, that we put together um, specifically for somebody that does kind of want to watch what they're eating. So my first one is going to be, um, I know some people like to do Thanksgiving uh, at lunch and I know some people do it at dinner and who knows what that really looks like this year. But regardless, if you have a scheduled workout for tomorrow, do it and get it in early. Yeah. Do not, I mean, I know I love a lazy Thanksgiving. Um, it's great. But, you know, when we're talking about diet and fitness goals, like getting some kind of movement in, um, or if you have a scheduled workout, do not use it as an excuse to skip it. Right. Yeah, follow through for sure. Um, okay, the second tip is get some movement in. It doesn't have to be big. Um, it doesn't have to be a big to-do. Just a 30-minute walk is great. Um, get get moving. If you don't have a scheduled workout, that's great. You have an active rest day, but like make sure you get outside and get some movement in. Yeah, a third, I mean, a walk with the fam or friends or whatever, just getting out on your own is like a great way to just like burn some extra calories. And we're not saying that because we're saying you have to earn those calories that you're no. going to eat later. It's just purely to get the blood flowing and get you active and just like energized and like feeling good and productive. Like you, you know, you, you're not going to then leave the day like in a shame spiral about food and then also bum that you missed your workout. Yeah. So just get some movement in. Uh, the second one is around, again, like I know people eat at different times. Um, but what I'm asking you is, um, make sure that you eat, like, for example, if you know that you're going to eat Thanksgiving dinner, please eat breakfast and lunch. And I know that sounds counterintuitive, like, oh, well, aren't I just consuming more calories? And that might be true, but the whole idea is that you're not walking into Thanksgiving dinner completely starving. Um, and then just grabbing and eating anything in sight that you not maybe normally wouldn't go for. And I've I've experienced this. Um, I've tried to do this years past, and it did not work out well for me. Yes. Um. So please do not skip your other meals. Um. Do not save calories or try to starve yourself. That being said, I mean if you think about it, like Thanksgiving is really just one meal. Um. I know again for all other things that we've been talking about, but you know in actuality it is one meal. Um. So. For the other meals, make sure that you, um, I would just recommend a high protein breakfast and probably a high protein lunch also, um, again, so you're not just walking into Thanksgiving dinner, um, starving to death. Yeah, I know. I've been guilty of this, like, for the last four years, like, I'm not going to eat all day. It's like, y'all, please eat. Right. I'm saying like, and keep those meals healthy. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean. I'm going to have a healthy breakfast tomorrow. I'm going to eat something pretty light, um, and healthy for lunch, but I'm still going to eat. Totally. Uh, because I'm assuming we're having dinner. Yeah. I don't actually know. <laughs> um, okay. The fourth tip is water. Right. That's it. That's the tip. Just please drink water. Just more <laughs> water, y'all. I mean, like, even, like, Thanksgiving food is just, like, so high in sodium. Like, you do not yes. want to wake up on Friday in, like, a sodium hangover. 
(laughs) please like that's what's going to make you feel bloated and nasty the next day from all this stuff that we're we're eating um so regardless of what you choose to do around thanksgiving food um just drink plenty of water always drink water i feel (laughs) like i'm every day i'm like i feel kind of weird i'm like shaky and lightheaded and it's like oh i just need water (laughs) right it really fixes all things uh, the next strategy we're going to give you um, for your actual Thanksgiving meal is to double up on protein. Um, so, you know, if you're while you're building out your plate, um, just get double servings of protein. And the reason why I'm suggesting that um, is because protein is going to it's, it's more satiating. So it's, that means it's going to fill you up more. Um, it's still good. You still get to enjoy your turkey or ham or whatever it is that you're having for protein. Um, but you're less likely to feel like a potato. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. In years past, how many times have you put the plate together and you look and down it's and just it's just like, beige? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a beige plate. And that's fine. Like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong no, with carbs. No, we love, we love beige. But I'm just saying, like, if you put more protein on your plate, you're going to get the good kind of full. Yeah. You get to enjoy your food. You still get all the other carby sides or whatever, but you're, you know, the majority of what you're eating, you know you're getting your protein in. Yes. Um. Yeah. Um, okay, our next tip is eat a balanced plate. Instead of snacking and, and like getting a little bit of everything, just commit to having one balanced meal of protein, carbs, greens, and of course my favorite, dessert. Right, exactly. So, you know, again, like I mentioned this earlier, I used to ha- I used to use that strategy when I was building out my plate, thinking that I was like saving calories by just trying a little bit of that, a little bit of this, a little bit right. of that. And then, you know, I end the meal and I don't really feel satisfied because I got a little bit of everything, but I didn't really have like a full on meal like I normally would sit down and eat for dinner. Um, so just balance your plate. Um, you know, like I already said, double up on uh, double up on protein, but make sure you you know you get your carbs, you get something green in there. Um, and then, and then have your dessert, but you're eating, the whole idea is that you're eating full portions of things instead of just trying to skimp calories and snack because reality is like, it feels like you're eating less, but you're probably eating the same amount. And honestly, you're probably eating more, Right. you know what I mean? Than you think you are. And so it's better just to have like a solid idea of like, okay, I ate one balanced plate of food and I ate my dessert and, and that's it. That's over. Yeah. Um, Last thing I want to touch on, um, last quick tip, and I know this is something that people carry with them a lot in all social situations if they are, if they do have strict diet and fitness goals um, when they're in social situations. You do not have, do not feel like you have to disclose your diet choices to anybody. You do not have to explain the choices that you make around what you choose to eat and what you choose to not eat to anybody. You don't have to go and tell everybody that you're on a diet. You know, you don't have to explain, you know, why, why? you're not eating certain right. things. You don't have to do that. Like your food choices are your business. You don't need to make it everybody else's business. Um, and you don't also need to explain your actions. So you do what's best for you and then you let other people do what's best for them. Meaning you're not going to sit down at Thanksgiving and announce that you're on a diet and make everybody else feel like crap. Um, and you're also not, you also don't need to explain, you know, why you're not having three servings of mashed potatoes or whatever if you don't feel like doing that right Um, my favorite thing to think about is no is a complete sentence exactly right you don't need the explanation like you can end it at just like no or no thank you or however you want to phrase it you don't need to explain yourself to anyone exactly and i know that's easier said than done especially you know some social situations can get a little um you know pushy sometimes i know certain relatives i've been in situations like that where certain relatives 
you know, don't like certain things or they like press on you for certain stuff. And I get that. I know it's not always that easy, but I'm, that's why I'm saying this. You do not feel like you have to disclose um, your diet choices to anybody. You are in control of what happens there. Definitely. Um, okay, cool. So that kind of recaps all of our, all of our tips. I hope that some of this like hit home for you and you feel like you can go into the day. Um, whenever you're listening to this, you can go into the day, um, and navigate it, um, without feeling stressed out and kind of think and come up with a game plan that makes sense for you. Um, the last thing I want to leave you guys with is the most important takeaway here also is to remember that regardless of what happens on Thanksgiving, Friday is a new day. And the most important decision, I think out of everything that we have said, the hands down most important decision you can make around any social gathering event holiday or whatever is deciding that the next day you are going to get right back on track so don't drag out the process uh don't beat yourself up about what happened or didn't didn't happen or whatever um you friday morning you wake up and you move on you move on and you get back on track that's the most important thing and if you're listening to this after thanksgiving literally everything that we just said applies could be applied to your next friend's birthday party happy hour (laughs) christmas New Year's, whatever. Literally, this is applicable to like any holiday right. event. Every day situation. is like National Something Day, <laughs> right? So there, yeah, there's like always said. a reason to to celebrate. Right, always a reason to celebrate. So if you're listening to this after the fact, I hope you um, can take still these use, with you. Take these with you. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right, y'all. Well, thanks for joining us, um, and happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye, y'all.